The Fields Auto Group proudly presents Huddle Up, Huddle Up. with Bucky Brooks, <laughs> J.P. Shacker, John Osher, and NFL Network analyst and former Jaguar Bucky Brooks bring you the latest on your Jacksonville Jaguars. Everything's got to be about the future. It's got to be about tomorrow and bringing all that into focus as we, you know, attack the season. Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks starts right now. Welcome in. It is Wednesday, week 18, and it's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, John Osher. Busy show ahead, getting ready for the de facto AFC South Championship game. We'll hear from NFL Network analyst Bucky Brooks, senior writer John Osher in studio with me. And, of course, the AFC South title on the line, winner take all. If it's a tie, it goes to the Jags. We've got some social media questions. We've got a lot to get to today. Let's start with Trevor Lawrence today, the Jaguars quarterback. This team was 2-6 and six at one point. They've won six of the last eight to get to 8-8, eight and eight, and somebody in the building saw it coming all along. I mean, we've known that, that this game was coming for a while, and that, that this is where we wanted to be. Week 18, I mean, Coach, Coach Peterson said it a few weeks ago. You know, he's like, I got a crystal ball. It's gonna, this thing's gonna come down to week 18 and we're gonna have a shot. And we, we just all, we jumped on board. We believed it, we kept putting in the work and look, we're here now, so. That's the quarterback, full press conference available on Jaguars.com, Jaguars social media as well. From today, we welcome in John Osher. We welcome in Bucky Brooks and here we are, John. That's when you're gonna say, that's when you're gonna, you're gonna pull Doug aside and say, you didn't know. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to their credit, they've talked it and talked it and talked it and never and uh, never quit on it. And uh, there was a vibe, uh, Bucky, all along that they believed they were closer through all this than anybody else did. And they've proven over the last eight weeks. Yeah, they have proven it, man. I don't know if I've ever seen a team improve as much as the Jaguars have improved over the course of the season. When you think about the way the team started that first week against the Commanders and the way that they finished uh, last week against the Texans with an opportunity to win the division in Week 18, this team has really progressed. And I think um, the growth is really um, reflected in the way that the team talks. Doug Peterson has talked about the Jaguars having to have their own process for preparing and getting ready to play. But when you hear the players, the players uh, consistently talk about handling what is right in front of them, whether that's practice, whether that's the game, whatever it is. And so this team is kind of bought into that a one play at a time, one day at a time, whatever it is that Coach Peterson has been preaching in meetings and has paid off because you talked about it, man. You don't win six out of your last eight games and put yourself in a position to win a division title without everything beginning to click. This team has a lot of confidence, and I think that bodes well for the last game. And they've got a great bond together in that locker room. And head coach Doug Peterson earlier this week on Monday discussed that chemistry that has grown as the year has gone on. It kind of builds over the course of the year. Uh, every team, I mean, you guys know you, you go through adversity. You got the highs, lows of the season. We had a, you know, we had that stretch in October that wasn't very good um, for us. And, but I think that builds your character, your team, and, and, and we stayed we stayed the course. We stayed, you know, true to what we were doing, um, and and guys do become closer. They understand each other a little bit better, and so you kind of as you get into games like this, you know that the player next to you has your back, just like you have his back, and and um, 
you know that's where uh, that's where we're at with this football team, and and um, you know that can that can carry a, a good ways. Well, they've got to carry it at least one more week and uh, get a win or a tie against the Tennessee Titans, or all that is for naught, Bucky. I mean, they, they, they'll need some help if they lose this game to backdoor as a wild card. You don't want to get to that situation. So um, they don't fall short all of a sudden in Week 18 against the division rival either. So you got to finish this thing. Yeah, you got to finish the thing. But the thing that you can do is you can't let those thoughts creep into your mind. You can't worry about, oh, we've done all this. It would be a shame if we lose it um, after putting ourselves in a position to win it. You really got to focus on, this is the Tennessee Titans. This is who they're playing with. These are the plays that they like to run. Uh, this is how we need to defend those plays or how we have to execute our offensive plays and then go play. But the game comes down to the same things that it's always comes down to. Do you win the turnover battle? Uh, do you avoid the penalties? Do you not give up the big plays and make big plays? And then can you play a game where you don't uh, have errors in the kicking game? You win those areas, you win the game. And so the Jaguars have to keep it really simple like that and not allow the white noise or the pressure of the moment to change the way that they prepared and played uh, the last few weeks. It, it's funny how pressure and perspective change. Um, in late November, early December, the attitude and the, and the approach was if, if they can just get in position and force that last game to be a playoff game. And so, in a sense, they've done that. They've for where they were at midseason, they have gotten into the playoffs, so to speak. So I think that's the approach mentally overall that they will have going into the game is uh, it, it's not house money, I'm not saying that, but they've gotten into, into a situation where now they have a five-game playoff. It starts on Sunday, I mean, on Saturday, and if 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 they keep winning now, they control their destiny and they have as good a chance as, what, any of the other 13, 14 teams who control their destiny to go win the thing. So I don't, I don't expect – I've got a lot of questions about pressure and about handling the moment. Um, I think Doug Peterson's been here before a lot with Philly in these late-game situations, in these late-season situations. I think he knows how to handle it. And I get no sense, JP, in the locker room of uh, being worried about the moment or oh, no. it being too big for him or – uh, I I just kind of, you know, Bucky, I guess I'll throw it to you. This feels like 96 to me. I mean, in terms of uh, how they've gotten here and now you just got to go win and play. Uh, the parallels are remarkable. Yeah, the parallels are remarkable. And have been on that 96 team. Uh, I've seen the familiarity between the team in terms of getting hot, getting hot at the right time. I think the difference is, though, the personality of the head coach. Uh, coach Coughlin was one who was a little more uptight. Um, and so, as a result, I felt like we played very uptight in that season finale against the Atlanta Falcons back then. Uh, Doug Peterson doesn't strike me as being that. And talking to him, he, he talked about, look, man, we're going to treat it the same. We're not going to make it bigger than what it is. got to play the game. You still got to execute and do the same thing. And as long as he's cool and all, as, as long as he's calm and exhibits the poise, the team is going to follow the cues from him. And so I think the way he's handled everything sets the tone and sets the table for how the team is going to handle it. And so I expect them look, to be at the best. They're going to be nervous by the time we kick off, but I think they will settle in. And I think his experience as a Super Bowl winner 
will certainly help this team calm down and play their best on Saturday night. There's the understatement of the show. The head coach at 96 was uptight, John. About uh, that. We've now learned there's a little bit of a, of a personality difference with Doug Peterson and, How about that? and Tom Coff. Breaking so, news. But, but I do think that's real. I mean, it's uh, – I think – Doug's approach late season, I remember sort of looking at this when he got hired, uh, looking for reasons, okay, what makes this guy a good head coach beyond play calling, whatever. And his ability to handle situations and uh, I would say motivate, but lead players late in the season, losing Carson Wentz and going to win the Super Bowl. That That was a crisis moment in Philly in December of 17, and they went and, and thrived. Two more crisis moments after that. It, they won something like in 18 and 19 after they won the Super Bowl, like seven of their last eight games over those two seasons to make the postseason, late season rallies. Uh, to handle those moments in Philly with all the pressure on that and 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 keep that team winning big games late, uh you don't do that by fluke. He can handle these moments and uh, doesn't mind guiding a team through one, two, three, four pressure games in a row over and over again. He's done it so far here. Certainly has. We'll uh, hope that string can continue for the Jaguars, of course, starting this week against Tennessee Titans, Saturday night, eight fifteen kickoff. We're back in a moment. There are limited standing room only tickets on sale for the Titans-Jaguars matchup this Saturday. They're going fast. They might be gone by the time you hear this, by the way. That's how fast they're going. Visit Jaguars.com or call 904-633-2000. Packed house expected at TIAA Bankfield. We'll take a look at the Tennessee Titans when we come back. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. It's really, uh, you go back and as coaches, you always want to turn over every stone. And we went back, watched the preseason, we played them in the preseason, and just go back and you talk to, you know, many people as you can, and you just study the film. You go back with our scouting department. He was here for a while, so we have a good feel of what type of person he is. You know right off the bat, real smart kid, um, handles their system well, athletic, make the throws, so it's a challenge for us. Do you go back to college at all with him, or do you just stick to what you could possibly find? Well, my wife went to the University of Tennessee, so I try to stay away from that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's Mike Caldwell, the defensive coordinator on Joshua Dobbs, the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Well, he was signed just a couple of weeks ago, and he made the start last week. There are the numbers, 20 of 39 in last week's ball game. And he is a former Jaguar in that 2019 season when Foles was here, got hurt, Minshew mania, all that stuff. Dobbs was uh, traded to the Jags in September of that season right after the Foles injury and was on the roster all year, did not see any time in games that season for the Jags. Been a while, though, so uh, we'll get a good up-close-and-personal look at what Josh Josh Dobbs is up to. J.P. Shadrick, John Osier, and Bucky Brooks is huddled up on a Wednesday. The Jaguars and the Titans coming up. So, Bucky... I mean, you sell out to stop the run and then make Josh Dobbs beat you? Is that your approach? Absolutely. You absolutely make him beat you. This has to be a game where Josh Dobbs has to be the one that carries the Tennessee Titans offense. Uh, Everything is about Derrick Henry. And so you want to make sure that you stop 
the leading rusher, and fourth, the backup. I can't even really call him a backup quarterback. This is a guy that was signed off the street two weeks ago, and now he's a starting quarterback for the Titans. So let's call it what it is. He's a QB3, maybe a QB4, because remember, he was on the practice squad. You want to make this guy have to make big plays and big moments, and you don't want to make it easy for him. And so changing the picture, sending pressure, but making sure you take away the crutch, which is Derrick Henry, make Josh Dobbs have to throw the ball 35 to 40 times and make him have to be an efficient and effective playmaker to win. If he can do it, then, man, you walk across the field, you shake his hand, you congratulate them on winning the division, but the odds suggest that he's not going to be able to handle it, particularly in the second NFL start of his career. Yeah, I, I wish I had more, but I think it's as basic as that. You stop Derrick Henry and try to put Dobbs in situations in, in long yardage where he's not throwing when they want him to throw. Uh, that's very basic NFL stuff. You try to do that to every quarterback. But against this guy, I, I, I think it's key. I, I, I think in a sense it's good that they have a little bit of film on him from uh, the Cowboys game. I think they have a chance to avoid that scenario and sensation we all felt against the Jets when all of a sudden they were facing a quarterback that they didn't prepare for at all. And the Jets had advantage for a little while because the Jaguars were trying to adjust to it, and it took some time. With Dobbs, uh, you know, you, there should be a pretty good plan on how they want to do it. There shouldn't be a whole lot of surprises. You, you know, you, you wouldn't think they have a whole lot up their sleeves for it. So stop Derrick Henry and make him uh, make plays. It's it, like Bucky said. I think it's as simple as that. They do have a, a couple of pass catchers back around that uh, were not around. Traylon Burks is back in the fold, but. You know, still got to get the ball to him consistently. That's the big question. He wasn't available last time out for Tennessee and uh, back in week 14. Uh, let's flip it around now. The other side, the uh, Titans defense. This is a beat-up group. There's guys all over the injury report, injured reserve, Bucky, and they're running low on fuel at the end of the season, it feels like, on defense. Yeah, they're running low on fuel, but it's still a very talented group. Uh, as long as this group has Jeffrey Simmons up front, it's problematic because he is nearly impossible to block at the point of attack. They also have some other guys that are try-hard players that make things happen. Rashad Weaver and some of these other guys. And so it'll be a challenge despite the injuries. The one thing that you have to know going into this game, you got to throw out all the stuff that's happened before. And you really got to focus on the team that's ahead. And if you're Mike Rabel, he sat in that locker room and said, guys, we win this game. It doesn't matter. Once you get into the postseason, no one cares what your record is. And so we have a chance to erase all the bad stuff that has happened this year. Man, they're going to be up for it. They're going to be sky high. And so... It's going to take a great effort up front for the Jaguars to block him, and then it's going to take a handful of guys on the outside to be able to make plays. Yeah, this is, I mean, in no way is this an easy task. And, and I've, I've gotten emails from people over the last few weeks of, hey, uh, John, have we got this because the Titans are losing? Um, they, it's not supposed to be easy to win the division. You know, you're not supposed to get a gimme uh, putt on the last play of the game. So there are matchup advantages that the Jaguars can take advantage of. Uh, the Titans are beat up. Their secondary is, is, is still not where they would like it to be. Uh, it doesn't mean you're going to beat them 36-22, but it means that I think Trevor Lawrence has to make some more special plays than he has the last couple of games. Uh, but overall, the matchup advantage at quarterback should be the Jaguars' matchup advantage in this game that really, really matters. And everybody else has to support that. So uh, I expect them to go win. I think they should go win. 
but I don't think it's going to be, you know, I don't think you're going to be celebrating in the third quarter like you were against Houston. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Then I was like, look, John, John makes a great point because I think everyone has to go in with the expectation. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a game that's going to be decided in the fourth quarter. I think the fans need to walk into the stadium expecting that. It's not going to be a party from the jump. Uh, these games are always very, very difficult when it comes to winning it because the division is hard to win, and it will be hard to come. So you got to remember, the Titans have won the division the last couple of years. They know what it's like to hang the banner. They know what it's like to win. And so the hardest person to knock out is the champ. And so the Jaguars have to come in with the might mentality to knock him out. But if it comes down to it, it typically comes down to quarterback play. I'll take my chances with Trevor Lawrence versus Josh Dobbs. We'll come back in a moment. Social media questions. It's been a busy week already, and it's only Wednesday on Jaguars social media, at least. There's no better time to become a Daily's Place Blue member than right now. Enjoy the best live music around with access to the best seats and amenities, premium parking, and more. Reserve your spot for the 2023 Daily's Place season right now. Email ticketing at boldevents.com or call 904-633-2000. This is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. We're assuming all those guys are going to be healthy. We'd rather go into this thing assuming everybody's going to make it. They've obviously been dealing with the injury bug. Um, Sat some guys that were probably trying to get recovered versus Dallas. Um, But we're assuming that their best are going to be available at all times. And, you know, it, it is a very tough front to play against just I mean, they're tough, they're physical, they're big, they're strong. They've done a great job really against everybody they've played in terms of stopping the run. Uh, they just present matchup issues in terms of who they are and the way they play, the structure they play for. That is Press Taylor, Jaguars offensive coordinator, discussing the Titans' defense and their injury issues. Welcome back. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, John Osher, alongside the Jaguars host the Tennessee Titans Saturday, 8.15 p.m., ABC and ESPN Television. The Monday Night Football crew is here. That means Buck and Aikman and uh, Salters on the sideline. And it should be a fantastic scene. Sold out crowd. Not yet. Real close. Only limited tickets remaining. So uh, you better get them quick if you don't have them already for a winner-take-all battle for the AFC South. Let's get to social media. We put out the cat signal earlier today. Here's the best we came up with. Question one from at MSB89904. What do you think is the best way to attack their defense this week? I'm killing them with crossers due to their depleted linebacker core. Man, I I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think the last game, Evan Ingram had a huge game. So I think you want to go back and see if they fix that issue in terms of being able to solve the, the, the tight end part of the offense. And then I think you still have to be balanced enough to not allow uh, the Titans to be able to tee off and know when you're going to throw and when you're going to run. But this is the game where you just want to get the ball in the hands of your best players. This is one where you always got to think, players, not play. The ball needs to land in the hands of the Jaguars' best players, not necessarily the best play calls that Doug Peterson has on the call sheet. Yeah, I think either Trevor or Press alluded to today, this is a really good uh, run defense without really having to sell out to do it. Uh, Travis Etienne did not have a great game up there, uh, and Trevor Lawrence did. 
and you felt like it was it was because they were so good against the run that the Jaguars just kind of said, okay, we're not going to worry about that. We're going to do just enough to make sure that they have to respect it. Um, you know, I think it's a little similar with ETN as it was as it was last week. Uh, I don't know that he's going to get a lot of. If he gets a hundred, I don't know that it's going to be twenty-five carries, uh, four yards apiece. Uh, you would like to see him pop one or two, flip the field a little bit, get that established. But I think it'll be you know a lot of the tight ends, a lot of the misdirection type passing they've been doing. Uh, that's their mo, and especially against the linebacker core that's uh, struggling a little bit or injured a little bit. Yeah, and banged up a little bit. Uh, next question: Social media. Uh, we got a couple today. This is at uh, Shavu One Six T. How effective will the pass rush and run defense be, considering they have a practice squad quarterback and a top five running back? Hmm. Well, I mean, that has little to do with it. Has more to do with the offensive line. The offensive line for the Titans has struggled uh, for the last half of the year, and so I think when you look at the favorable matchup, you want to take advantage of that. The guy that I would say that you need to watch this week for the Jaguars, Arden Key. Arden Key has been pretty big in spots in terms of being a disruptive player at the point of attack. I just remember being on the sideline that last game. He was beginning to have his way with their people at the point of attack. And so it's the guys up front, they have to be able to win. And so if they can cover him on the outside and then really commit to loading the box, it should be very, very difficult for the Tennessee Titans to move the ball. But remember this. Derrick Henry had over 100 yards, I think, in the first quarter yeah, and a half. Yeah, and the right. game didn't change until Shaq Quarterman hit him squarely in his chest. And so, once again, someone is going to have to kind of get the party started with a big hit to slow down the big running back because if you slow him down, you pretty much bottle up their offense. But someone's going to have to be courageous. Someone's going to have to deliver a big shot. Yeah, it, and that's such a – it's such an interesting part of this game to me. Um this idea that, again, many observers have that the Titans are just struggling coming in, and they are, they've lost six straight, and that somehow they're, they're outmanned everywhere. But then when, and then even the 36-22 result sort of makes you think that if you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But Henry ran all over him for a half, and he's still Derrick Henry, and it, it took an unusual amount of turnovers by that team for the Jaguars to get ahead and eventually take Derrick Henry out of the game. So, you know, I think the first, actually the first two or three series are really big. Is this team slowing Derrick Henry down? Are they making them not seem like a capable offense and then able to get away from them a little bit like they did last time? I think, that, I think that's key. And I, even with the offensive line being beaten up, it is not a given. Uh, that's, that is so the matchup that matters that it's hard to get beyond that matchup to me. All right, social media questions are in. We're back with our final thoughts ahead of the winner-take-all Week 18 matchup, the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up. And this is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on a Wednesday, and if you're ready to join the Jaguars 2023 season, ticket deposits are now open. They're going fast. Secure your place in line to select the best seats at the best prices for next season. With flexible payment options and pricing for every budget, you don't have to miss out. So visit jaguars.com slash tickets. 
and place your deposit there, and you know you can be at the bank for every big play. You have to miss that, out. No, why would you miss out? Why would you want to miss out? Because no, you get in now. Get on the bandwagon now because they're going quick. I they're going, it. and just wait a, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's 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 a fun time to be a part of. It is. That's John Ozier. I'm J.P. Shadrick. Bucky Brooks is with us as well. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks. We take a live look outside. There was a massive rainstorm that just came through downtown Jacksonville, apparently. We're in the cave in here, so we can't hear or see anything outside. So this is our only look all day outside. Looks and, nice out there. Well, it's cloudy. The sun's setting now, uh, but apparently it was nasty about 20 minutes ago. But it's a live look at the Miller Electric Center. It will be open for business this summer ahead of training camp is what we're told. The Jaguars will move into the facility and have all their practices there, the indoor there, of course, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks is brought to you by Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury, fieldsauto.com. Well, the Jaguars and the I like, Titans. I like that. I like that picture. I like the rendering. I, I really like seeing the, the updates of the new practice facility, and I'm just, I'm just hopeful that there's a little spot for me somewhere in, in, in the office space over there, you know? I'm not asking to be Russell Wilson, but just like a little corner office. Would be nice. I thought your I thought your agent would have handled that before le- this season, but no. You know, you know, JP. I learned a long time ago. Sometimes you got to ask for what you want. So I'm just saying, sometimes you just got to put it out there in the universe that it would be nice to have like a little corner office with like nice desk and big old monitor to watch some tape and stuff like that, so I can, you know, feel even more connected. A little corner office, okay, no big deal. Just you know, corner office. You know, kind of like gets. Kind of like, kind of like John. Oh, you got has a nice little office there, whatever. I, I like a window, a like a little window to see. But yeah, something like that. Kind of like John's now. It's in a corner in a little dungeon. I do there. have a little corner. I would not <laughs> say I have an office, but I have a little corner. Wow. Uh, the Jaguars Titans matchup this Saturday night, presented by Johnson and Johnson Vision, the makers of AccuView brand contact lenses, providing healthy sight for life. Proudly based in Jacksonville, visit jjvision.com. The winner takes it all. The scene will be electric. Bucky, do they handle the moment? Yeah, I think they handle the moment. I think it may start out a little rocky because the nerves will be a big part of it. It's a big game. It's a big game for a big young team. But I think they're going to play well. I think this is a team that has learned how to expect to win when they walk out on the field. Uh, they're the better team, you know, and I think they always have to understand that. It really comes down to can they bottle up Derrick Henry. That has to be the emphasis. That has to be the defensive emphasis. If they take care of that part and they avoid the turnovers, oh, they'll beat them, and they'll beat them pretty pretty soundly. Yeah, I, I uh, if you assume that they stop Derrick Henry – I'm with Bucky. I think they win, and I'm not sure that the Titans uh, have any answers in that situation. And I think that I think it's mostly because of injuries. It's their situation. I think the Titans are, are going to be good. They're going to be fine moving forward. But in this situation, if they stop Henry, uh, boy, you ought to win the game. I mean, it's it's uh, I think it's as simple as that. We'll see. The uh, Titans, of course, have won the last two AFC South titles. The Jaguars are trying to win their fifth consecutive game, and uh, the last time they did that in a single season was back in 2005, also the same year the last time the Jaguars swept the season series against Tennessee. Looking to do that this Saturday night. Bucky, travel safe. We'll see you here at the bank under the lights in primetime. Hey, man, looking forward to it. Bucky Brooks, John Osier, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber, our entire crew, Max Hockman.
cut some sound for us today. I'm J.P. Ah. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks.